Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Don't put your trust in people. Don't put your trust in man. Respect man. Love man. But put your trust in God. Will that not revive us again? We need to see revival like never before. But we need to hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say. I believe in the book of Yesod, 2 Chronicles 20, 20, the Bible says a great host came against Jehoshaphat, but he feared the Lord and he sought the Lord's face and he said, let me fast and pray. Let me call the whole of Judah to fast and pray with our little ones, the animals. Everyone must fast and pray this day. Let's set ourselves. Let's seek the Lord. Let's do what he told us in his word. Let's go to the temple and appear before God when alarm comes, when armies come, when tragedy comes. Let us appear before the temple and go before the Lord and seek his face. And the Bible says in seeking the Lord, we said we don't have no help against this great multitude, but our eyes are upon you. And the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord fell upon Isaiah, 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 and he spoke. He prophesied. You want to see what a sign revival in the game, the gifts of prophecy, the gifts of prophecy, word of knowledge, the gifts of discernment. We need the gifts of the spirit, a work in the body, gifts of healing, working of miracles. Amen. This is for us. This is for the righteous. This is in our inheritance. This is what belongs to us. It's a gift. You don't work for a gift. You just believe it, receive. And the Bible says the gift of prophecy fell upon Isaiah. It said, Fear not, you would fear not. O Jehoshaphat and all Judah, you shall not need to fight this battle. Because the battle is not yours, then the battle is the Lord's. Tomorrow go out against them. Amen. He'll show you where to go. And the Bible says he received an instruction. And he said, he said, let me get some singers. Forget the warriors. Keep the warriors at the back. But let me bring the worshippers first. And the Bible said, let me get some worshippers. Let me get some singers. And he said, we're going to praise the Lord for his beauty and his holiness, for his mercy endureth forever. And as they went out singing, the army started destroying themselves. There was revival. There was revival. Why? Because they heard from heaven. They got the instruction. There are some churches that need to get God's instruction. Don't do what the church down the road is doing. Because God may have spoken to them one direction, but he's given you another direction. And the Bible says that he just went out singing and worshipping because they had heard from heaven. And the Bible says that the enemy was smitten before their face. And I believe in that same chapter there, in the valley of Barak, I believe that they were three days picking up the spoil. It was so much. There was revival. Will that not revive us again? When we're living in times like we're living in, when there's darkness around this world and gross darkness to people. The Bible says the light of God will arise upon us. Would I not revive us again? God is looking for some people that will say, God, would I not revive us again? Revive us so we can hear your voice. Revive us that we can take instruction. Revive us again. Send us. Even as Isaiah said, here I am, send me. As I heard, saw the Lord high and lifted up. And he heard one question. He said, who will go for us? Who shall I send? And he said, here I am, send me. God is give some people to say, Here I am, send me. I'm available to you, God. Here I am, send me. I'm tired of being mediocre. I'm tired of just going by. I'm tired of just seeing. I'm tired of just hearing the word. I'm tired. I want to see the demonstration of the spirit and power. I want to see the foolishness of God and the weakness of God. I want to see your power demonstrated in my in my generation. Here I am, send me. Would I not revive us again? When abortion is on an alarming rate, would I not revive us again? 
when the suicide rate is highest it's ever been, would I not revive us again? When the prison system seems to be filling up more and more, would I not revive us again? Families breaking up, people that are homeless, people going mad, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, hearing voices, all kind of mental health afflictions, would I not revive us again to set the captives free? Cancer on the increase, this sickness, high blood pressure, diabetes, this sickness, that sickness. People getting taken out, heart attacks, people just dropping dead. Would I not revive us again? Would I not revive us again? When people don't even want to know about God, cursing God, doing videos and mocking Jesus, would I not revive us again? That they may see the power of God demonstrated in this generation, would I not revive us again? When the fear of God has left the church, when our preachers doing all kinds of things that God did not tell them to do and saying things that God did not tell them to say, would I not revive us again? We need some people that will hear from heaven. We need some people that will get on their faces and say, God, here I am, send me. The psalmist said, would I not revive us again? Go right back to it. Will that not revive us again? That our people may rejoice in thee. We want the joy of the Lord. We want to see revival. Let's get on our faces. Let's seek the Lord. Mark, this is the last scripture. Mark chapter 16 verse 15 and he said this is the voice of God Jesus himself speaking going into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils they shall speak of new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. So after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And listen to this. 20 and close. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. And confirming the word with signs following. Amen. And amen. And amen. After they got the instruction, they went and preached everywhere. And the Lord was working with them and confirmed the word. You see, preacher, all we need to do is preach the word. And God will confirm what we say. He said they preached the word and the Lord confirmed the word. There was revival. Let's go forth and do what God has called us to do. There's a dying world out there desperately in need of this gospel, this glorious gospel, this everlasting gospel which we preach. If this word was for anyone, it's for me first. The very preacher. Sometimes the preacher has to preach to the preacher first. But God is saying, who will go for us? Who will ascend? Our cry must be, revive us again, O oh God. 
revive us again. No more, no more, no more, no more. No more. Going to, go to church for just a church experience. But when we go, when we, go we still expect Him. When we go, we go knowing that God has already spoken to us. When we go, we go saying, God, speak through this preacher like never before. God, let souls be saved. Let lives be healed. Let people be restored. Let the sick bodies be healed and experience your power in a supernatural way. Let cancer disappear. Let AIDS go. Let tumors dry up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Sicknesses that they said were incurable. Holy Ghost, Jesus, the great physician, you cure them. Move by your spirit. Cast out devils. Let devils scream out. Let witches repent. And let warlocks come back to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. Let those that are in the dark see the great light. Father, manifest yourself in our churches again. Show up in power. Revive us again. That we, your people, may rejoice. Lord, we need revival. We need revival. In England, in Europe, in Africa, in Asia, in China, in Russia, in America, in Canada. Father, all over the globe, Australia, wherever, wherever we are, New Zealand, send revival, God. Cambodia, Thailand, send revival. Places where people are still being persecuted for righteousness sake. <coughs> send revival. Where they've been persecuted in Afghanistan, in Iran, in Pakistan, in different places, remote places. North Korea, send revival, God. Send revival. Send revival. Because you're coming back for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Send revival, God. Will that not revive us again? That we, your people, may rejoice. Send revival. Send revival. Send revival. Send revival. Send revival, God. Send revival. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. And amen. Send revival. If you've been listening and you used to walk of the Lord, but you don't really know him. You attend church every now and again. You may have had a Christian upbringing, but you just went away. You're not really living for God. You know you're not living for God. No one needs to tell you. You must know. Every man must know themselves. Every woman must know themselves. It's an invitation to come back to him. You're listening to a man that used to, I got 10 stitches in my head because I thought I was a bad boy back then. I wasn't a bad boy, but if it came along, trust me, I'd deal with it. Almost died many times. I didn't just smoke weed, I consumed weed. Weed was my life. All I cared about was two Gs, girls and ganja. That's all I cared about. Yes, me, me the preacher. But one day Jesus came into my life at the age of 25. I wasn't ready. I was still enjoying my life. But he was calling me. And there are many of you, you know he's calling you. And I felt his drawing. I felt his drawing. And no matter what I tried to do, I couldn't escape this tugging, this tugging, this tugging. I go to church and I, I sometimes I'd go to church because my cousin invite me. And then I, I still go rave and I still go and smoke. But yet I felt this tugging. And I remember standing up in carnival. I remember standing up in rave. And I'm there and I'm like, what am I doing here? I don't belong here. 
I know God is calling me. And I had that tugging, that tugging, that tugging. And some of you experiencing that tugging, that tugging, that tugging in your heart. Well, you know God is calling you. And you know he has a plan for you. And you may say, what will my boyfriend say? What will my girlfriend say? No, what will God say? If they're serious about you, they would marry you. If they are serious about you, they'd say, listen, I respect your decision. And listen, I want to make it right. And I know you're doing the right thing. And if they're serious about you, they would marry you. But if they're not serious you and they want to go about their way, God has something better for you. But don't forfeit eternity for some man or some woman that doesn't even care about you. He just wants to give you babies and leave you. Don't forfeit eternity for nobody. If you know God is calling you, now is the day of salvation. Today is the acceptable day. The Bible says today, I stand at the door of your heart and I knock. He never pushes his way in. He gave man free will and he's given you free will. And he said, I've called you. You know, I've called you to preach. I've called you to prophesy. I've called you to evangelize. You know what I've called you to do. What are you still doing out there? There's only shame and disgrace out there. Jesus saying, come. 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 Make it today. Not tomorrow. Today, come. Oh, but there's hypocrites in the church. There are hypocrites everywhere. Maybe that's why he's called you. So you can show them the light. Come. He's saying, come. Make it right with me today. Make it right with me today. You know the right way to live. You know what you should be doing. He said, I didn't come to condemn you. I love you. I've demonstrated that love by sending my son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. And he rose again triumphantly for me and for you. He was delivered up for our offenses and risen again up for our justification. Come, today is the day. Now I'm going to say a prayer. And you may have said it a hundred times, many times before, but today it's going to be different. And you're going to say it from the heart because God deals with the heart. You ain't looking at your nails, your hair, your trousers, your skirt, and all the things that you put on, the car you drive, the house. All those things are great, but God ain't looking at those things. God is looking at the heart. And it's a simple prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of every sin that I've committed. Wash me in the blood of your son, Jesus. I'm truly sorry for everything that I've done. Forgive me and help me to live a victorious Christian life. Show me where you want me to be. Use me for your glory. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I surrender. And I surrender all to you. I thank you for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you've said that prayer, let me know. www.kevintrick.com You can pick me up on Facebook. Winner's Mentality. Instagram, the Winner's Mentality. Amen. Reach out to me. Email me. Find me. But most of all, find God. You found God. Amen. If you're listening, wherever you're listening from, on Kingdom Sound Radio. Amen. Reach out to the station. Amen. Reach out to the station. If you're in Caribbean somewhere listen they'll find good churches for you to be planted in because you need to be planted in a good bible believing holy ghost church amen that's making you a disciple not a church goer he did not say i will make you a church goer he said i'm making disciples so stop looking at yourself as someone that goes to church a christian is gone you're a disciple of jesus christ a disciplined one and you are born to do the works of him that sent you and to finish the work. 
my desire is to encourage people and push people into their destiny and their will God's purpose for their life that's me I like to push people forward there's too many pastors and too many bishops and too many leaders and I say this with great reverence and honour but there's too many they just want people to come to their church and have people sit down under them and they've got calls they've got commissions they've got assignments that they need to fulfil the biblical way of doing things is you bring them in raise them up send them out Jesus had 12 disciples we know one was the devil but he was with them for three and a half years he taught them he trained them in the things of the spirit healed the sick raised the dead cleansed the dead cast out devils he gave them his holy spirit three and a half years and he sent them out there's many people they want people to sit down underneath them for 10, 15, 20 years doing what? doing what? doing what so now we have to ask yourself are we just making church goers or are we making disciples if a man comes to you and says God has sent me to Australia well God hasn't spoken to me well sorry are you going to help him and encourage him and say go my son and the Lord be with you David was a boy but for some reason Saul was a king. He wasn't just a he was a king. But he saw this boldness of a boy, a shepherd boy, with a stone and a sling. And he simply said, Go and the Lord be with you. We need some leaders that will say, Go and the Lord be with you. I'm covering you. I'm praying for you. I'm watching for you. God, raise up those leaders, God. I don't know why I'm going there, but raise up those leaders, Lord. Makaraba Santa, raise up those leaders. Would I not revive us again? This has been me, Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality. Hoping you win with the word. In Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in to The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.